Ever wondered what unicorns eat for breakfast? Okay, so I don't actually know. But I do know that 20% of all unicorn startups are using HubSpot. And for good reason. HubSpot's all-on-one platform levels up your sales, software, and support. Plus, they have a huge collection of resources to help startups scale. And with the HubSpot for Startups program, you could save big off your first year. To see if you're eligible to save on HubSpot, visit HubSpot.com startups. Good morning, everyone. It's Friday, January 19th. I'm John Weigel here with Ben Berkeley, and this is the Hustle Daily Show. Today's big conversation centers around the new phenomenon of employees live streaming their own layoffs. It's become increasingly more common to record and post your layoff process on apps like TikTok. But why is this happening and why is it gaining so much traction? We'll get into that and much more. But first, let's give you the hits and headlines today across business and tech. Starting off in Europe, to help smaller musicians and labels, the EU wants streaming services like Spotify to pay artists more in royalties and share how algorithms suggest music to listeners so that they can assist smaller artists to make an actual living. Ben, what do you make of this? You know, this is about what the EU wants, but nobody's ever asking what Spotify wants. Like Nobody's <laughs> ever thinking, you know, this multi-billion dollar corporation known right. for exploiting artists, what makes them happy? Um, right. Definitely not this. I feel like they will fight this pretty hard. The music industry changed so significantly that a lot of people got left out. Mm -hmm. And anything that brings anyone else back into the fold, I would love to see it happen. Yeah, definitely love this for smaller artists as well. It's been said that Spotify is among the least paying streaming providers in terms of music, right under Apple Music and under Tidal, which in my knowledge, number one, has been for quite a while. So yeah, a lot of artists and labels have been kind of calling to Spotify to increase the revenue stream to artists. We'll see if that actually happens or if what Spotify wants is to just not do that. We'll find out. See, look at you. You're already thinking about what Spotify wants. (laughs) This is the way it should be. It's just not right to put their needs below anyone else's. Okay, next up, Iowa is officially suing TikTok, alleging its 12 plus and teen ratings on app stores are wrong, considering how much content that features sex, drugs, alcohol, and profanity appears on the platform. So this isn't the first litigation against TikTok here in the United States, but we'll see what happens and we'll see if any restrictions come to the app in the U.S. from this case. And moving over to Japan, Japan Airlines appointed Mitsuko Totori as its new president. Totori is the first woman to lead the airline as president and worked her way up to the position after starting in the airline in 1985 as a cabin attendant. Isn't that something? Yeah, this is awesome. I think, obviously, aside from just the history of having the first woman president in the history of this company, which is amazing. Also, this just feels like something to encourage every time you have someone who has kind of been the boots on the ground in what that company does, elevated to the top, it just feels like it's better. I mean, I don't have statistics to back up that companies are more successful when their leadership has like worked their way through the ranks. But it's like going straight to like principal of a school without being a teacher at a school Mm -hmm. feels like you're missing some very essential piece of what makes that place tick. That's not a one-to-one comparison, obviously, by any regard, but it does tell you a lot. I think having someone who is a flight attendant in charge of an airline is only going to be good for the staff, you would think, of that company, as well as hopefully the people who are flying on Japan Airlines. Yeah, it's a pretty cool story, especially because it seems like she's just doing the show Undercover Boss, but the natural way (laughs) where she's actually working her way up. 
through the entire company instead of being a CEO and being forced to work in the back line of a restaurant. So yeah, it's definitely interesting how when a company promotes people correctly throughout their career and you know somebody stays loyal to them that they get rewarded at the end of it. So interesting to note. What you're saying here is like, this is essentially if you did the show Undercover Boss, but like as a mashup with the movie Boyhood, where it's just like the ultimate (laughs) long trajectory version of it. Absolutely. Yes. The whole timeline. Mm -hmm. All right. Moving to Meta. Meta is launching an Instagram feature that will nudge teenage users to go to bed if they spend more than 10 minutes watching reels or sending DMs after 10 p.m. The announcement comes ahead of the January 31st U.S. Senate hearing to discuss Meta's role in endangering teens online. I don't know about anybody else listening, but me personally, seeing a notification, you have to stop, means just keep going. It's okay. All you got to do is swipe (laughs) it away. And finally, OpenAI announced its first university partnership, giving Arizona State University full access to ChatGPT Enterprise. ASU will develop AI avatars that serve as personalized tutors, utilize the tech in research, and generally serve as a test case for AI's place in higher education. Now, of course, I'm here with one of the most esteemed alumni of ASU, uh, Ben Berkeley. What are your thoughts on this? I will say, obviously, proud to be an alumni. Wait, is it alum or alumni? Oh, boy. (laughs) Now I'm just not reflecting well on the school at all. That's not good. But you know who will tell me? My AI avatar that I can get through my alumni portal. Exactly. I think what I would say here is, first off, this is great for ASU, also great for OpenAI. I think that this is going to be critical for how it applies into higher education, how OpenAI will learn from all the applications that it's getting in higher education that wouldn't get in other fields this is going to be really interesting. And I will say a good fit ASU here. You can not go on a single street in the state of Arizona without seeing some sort of billboard that hails that it is number one in innovation. I saw the headline that OpenAI announced a partnership with the university. I was like, well, I know who that is. And there it was. Today's top story is about how some employees record or even live stream their own layoffs. This growing trend is becoming common on TikTok, especially for layoffs that occur over Zoom. And we have a very specific example of it to dive into. Ben, what exactly is the situation here? Yeah, I mean, I think if you spent any time on the internet this week, and I guess given you were talking to people who self-selected into a daily business and tech podcast, I'm going to guess that you have. If you have, then you almost certainly saw a video going around of a young woman recording herself through a Zoom session in which she was laid off. It was uncomfortable. The woman in the video, who was among 40 sales team members let go from a company called Cloudfare, wasn't able to get a straight answer while asking why she wasn't meeting performance expectations. It was also relatable, at least I thought it was, having been at companies that have conducted layoffs. Mm -hmm. It just generally prompted feelings. This is not the only one of these videos in recent times. And that means we're kind of talking about it now. More, it's a trend. People are doing this. They are broadcasting their own layoffs. And to me, the question now is, is this a good and productive thing? Or is this just like the contentification of everything gone too far? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question because some could be able to make a case for this that It's maybe good to see how people lay people off so that if it happens to you, you could potentially be prepared for that. But on the other hand, I totally get what you're saying in that everything is content now and everything is publicized and post everything. And where is it going to stop and how private can we get with this content? 
Yeah, I mean, to be clear, I'm the wrong person to talk to about this. I'm exceedingly private. I don't have social media. It actually pains me to be on this podcast right now. I do it because it's my job. And also I like hanging out with you, John. Appreciate it. But no part of the mentality of broadcasting life moments for all to see resonates with me. Just not at all. I never want to watch another one of these videos. And of course, I would love it if no one ever has cause for one again, though we all know this is happening every day and will continue to happen for as long as capitalism exists. Yes. In spite of all of this, I'm glad it's happening. I do think that it is important from an accountability angle. I think people kind of have seen in the past where emails show up in court discovery or something it puts that thought in your mind of like, oh, I better handle this right because <laughs> it could blow back on me. Yeah, Little things like this. Every time something that maybe is meant to be private is broadcast, it does create a certain level of accountability. And it does seem really important in this scenario. Layoffs can just be really brutal and not conducted with any sort of heart or thought toward the person on the other end. For sure. And it sounds like with this kind of new trend, it will hopefully push business owners, CEOs and the like to conduct their layoffs a little more sensitively, uh, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I think if this is how we get to adding humanity back to this employer-employee relationship, then so be it. Let's flood the internet with these videos. It shouldn't have come to this, I guess we should say. It's actually really easy to be kind and transparent and to just recognize the impact that firing someone or or hiring someone for that matter has on someone's world and to just act accordingly, it just isn't happening out there. And obviously, once you're hired, then you're told this place feels like a family, but it's just so often, you know, every moment leading up to that hiring and then ultimately when the bottom line reaper comes for you every moment after, it's just so rarely human. Yeah, And so I think, again, it is accountability that can hopefully drive us back in that direction. Yeah, and I hope it does. I really, really hope it does. But also, again, I don't want to have to see any of them. Yeah, no, keep them away from me too. It's very depressing. They hurt. And, oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, no, none of that for me. Yeah, yes. So all executives out there, please think about how you're framing these things. Think about how transparent you are in why we've reached this point and how it like plays out for people beyond this in their lives. There is a lot of reasons why layoffs happen, but there's always time for a little bit of thoughtfulness in how you approach them. Sure. And I mean, they should be conducted as if the whole internet's watching yeah. because now they just might be. Amen. All right, that'll do it for us today. Thank you for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show. We are a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig, and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, go get yourself signed up at thehustle.co slash email. And we'll catch you next week, everybody. Hey, everybody. Let me tell you about this great podcast that's available right now. Creator Science, hosted by Jay Klaus, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, which is the audio destination for business professionals. Creator Science goes behind the scenes with today's top creators. Through narrative interviews, Jay Klaus explores how creators like Tim Urban, James Clear, 
Tori Dunlap, and Cody Sanchez are building their audiences today. And by learning how these creators make a living with their art and creativity, Creator Science can help you gain tools and confidence to do exactly the same. I was actually listening to an episode recently where Jay had on Dr. K, who is a Harvard psychiatrist. And Dr. K helps a lot of creators with performance, burnout, and dealing with a lot of negative feedback online. It's a great hour of conversation with Dr. K, where Dr. K really breaks down what it means to be a creator today and the burnout that a lot of creators do experience and what to do when you get that burnout, because you will. And you can listen to Creator Science wherever you get your podcasts, and I definitely suggest it. Listen to Creator Science wherever you get your podcasts.